Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Let's get into it. Look at your neighbor and say, tighten up. It's the end of the year. Intensify some things. Intensify in certain areas. It's the last quarter of the year. It's time to intensify certain areas. Uh, 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 the temptation will be to ease up. <laughs> this ain't ease up. This tighten up. <laughs> the temptation is, all right, I don't, the year's already gone. All right, I'll just, and then it's just a, I'll talk about December. It's just, how do we think it's Christmas? Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just gone. Gone. Because of the world, the culture. Right after Labor Day, you see Halloween stuff. What happened to the day after Labor Day? Right after Halloween, you're going to see Christmas, not even Thanksgiving. Poor Thanksgiving. Poor th- what happened to Thanksgiving? What's, what's, poor Thanksgiving. They ain't got no Thanksgiving song. We got to do Thanksgiving songs. How ain't no Thanksgiving songs? Just Christmas songs. They ain't got no Thanksgiving songs. No Thanksgiving. But the world is in a rush. That don't put you in a rush, though. All right? The world is in a rush, but don't put you in a rush. Tighten up last quarter of the year. Some things you need to intensify. Things you know to do. I'm going to say this at the beginning and at the end because I want you to hear it. So don't think I don't have more to say. I'm just intentionally putting something in your spirit. Things you know to do. Do it and do it up. Do it well. Things you know to do, do it and kill it. I know I got to start eating right. Do it and kill it. This side is not the side. Family, okay, family. Yeah, do, I know I got to start praying more. Do it and commit. Yeah. Let's take out this for the last three months. I need to start. That, 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 whatever that is. Whatever you're going to say after that, take out, I need to start, and just do that. So just take out, I need to start, just start saying, praying more. Got it. Pray more. Eat right. Got it. Just, just do the end. Don't do the I need to start. Because that still gives you, it still puts it before you. It still puts it in future tense and not now. Are y'all hearing me? I know you are. I'm sorry. Tighten up, man. This ain't time to play. Even in the All-Star game, I love basketball. LeBron looking good over there in L.A. I'm sorry, y'all, but anyway. <laughs> you trying to scream, you ain't had no voice. Oh! All-Star game, they kind of play around every first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. They throwing all of you, stay playing around. They join me three days. Ah, fourth quarter? Oh, they, oh, they locked in. They not playing the fourth quarter. They tighten up. They intensified defense. They intensified uh, the, uh, the application of the offensive strategy. They really do. They play by the book they, because it's almost over. You don't loosen up when it's almost over. You tighten up. Are you hearing me? Here's the season to start tightening up. All right. Let me, let me, let's get into it. Okay. Stay on top of things. Tell your neighbor, stay on top of things. Let's go to the first scripture. I love this. It says, and the 70 returned, the disciples returned with joy to Jesus. They said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said unto him, well, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Like, that's cute. Lord, they came back from doing ministry. The demons are subject to us in your name. (laughs) Yeah, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. That's cool. I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing's going to harm you. (laughs) I was like, whoa. So don't rejoice in that. Rejoice. Don't rejoice that spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb. Good God Almighty. (laughs) In the Lamb's book of life. You don't have power with God just for outward things. They are excited that demons are trembling because they're saying Jesus. All right, that's cool to be excited. It's more exciting that your name is written in the Lamb's, the Lamb's book of life. 
So he said, but I love this, the, the, the middle part of it. He says, I give you power. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall in any wise hurt you. Nothing shall in any wise hurt you. Look at somebody say, ain't nothing hurting me. Mm -mm. I give you power. That's grace right there. I give you. Behold, I give you. This ain't even a 12. This ain't even a This is the 70. These are the ones that eventually left. So he says, look, I give you power. God has given you power by, his, by and through his grace. They didn't, they didn't even know how to pray. These are the disciples that asked, Lord, later they asked, teach us to pray. So they didn't get power from praying. I'm not telling you not to pray. I just told you if you need to pray more, intensify that. However, the power is in the grace of God, not in your prayer rituals. You understand what I'm saying? God gives things freely by his grace because you're his. He gives you power to tread on serpents. I'm trying to encourage you like, ah, these demons are running in my life because I'm not as close to God as I should be. And I don't pray. Like, uh -uh. You got power over them. Whether you pray today or not, you got, y'all not... They don't know how to receive good news. I don't, I don't get it. Whether you prayed or read the Bible today or this month at all or this summer, you belong to Jesus. Therefore, you have power. I had to scream that. I'm sorry, y'all. You have power over all. Y'all see that? Over all. 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 You see that? Over all. Over all. Oh, say it. Yep. Yep. What? What? One more time. One more time. One more time. Over all. You got it. You got power. If you're his, you got power. Okay. You got power over all the power of the enemy. Let me get y'all out of here. I know it's my first slide, but I'm trying to move it along. Over all. I love that. Over all. The next scripture says, watch this. It says, and Jehovah, I will, I will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be, look at that. What does it say? Above. Say it again. Above. above only and thou shall not be beneath. Above only. I love that. Above only. You should start receiving above only things, period. This is the season, these last three months, is to deny anything that's not above only. This last three months, as you tighten up, only receive conversations that are, up. okay, I didn't, I didn't know they would go to sleep that quick, we just got done shouting. Only receive information that is above, only connect in relationships that are above, yeah. let your habits be above, tighten up y'all! Above only. Why are you bringing me this? Is this above or the same? Even question it if it's the same. Because I know you're looking out for what's beneath. And that's good. You don't want anything lower than where you are. But still question things that come at you where you are. Because this is my season to be. I love y'all. Only. I'm on, in this season, you call me a jerk, call me whatever you want to, you stuck up, you, yes, I'm stuck up, because I have to go, okay, I am stuck up, I can't, I've been stuck down long enough, they don't care if you stuck down, but once you get stuck in your purpose, once you get stuck in above only, they got a problem with it, miss me with that, let them call you stuck up. You got to intensify these last three months. You'll, get them, you'll win them back in January. Tell your neighbor, I'll be back in January. But right now, I'm stuck up. I can't shake it. I got to go up. I can't move it. I got to go up. Everything about my life says up, 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 up. I'm stuck. Above. Think twice before you text me. Think twice before you call me. Think twice before you DM me. Think twice because you might get shot down if it's not above. I don't have time for anything. It's the last three months. See, when stuff is seasonal. And don't fear. Uh, don't fear. 
don't know. Like, because you need to change some things. But don't, change, don't fear, oh, my God, I'm going to change. It's for a season, tighten up. You might not have to be this intently uh, focused on something so deliberately for your whole life. I'm not saying this is for the rest of your life, for this season. Do it for the future. I was going to say for the culture. Do it for the future. Above only and not beneath. The Lord told me, Ty, let him know. You can't be above if nothing else exists. We think God is real and we think God is powerful when all struggles are gone. If I don't have no struggles, see, God is powerful, but I don't even think about that mess no more. God is powerful, man. I don't even have those feelings no more. Man, God is powerful. She don't even text me no more. I'm telling you, no, no. It's still going, some stuff's still going to happen. So you can prove that you're, you got to be above something or you just are. So God will continue to let you know that you're above certain things by allowing certain things to continue on a lower level. So you still might be tempted. You still might have struggles. You still might, but let it be under you. I've given you power over all. Over means it's something under. So it still exists. So the power of God is not in the disappearance of your struggle. I'm going to say it one more time. The power of God is not proven in the absence of your trouble. <laughs> the power of God is proven when your trouble is turned up seven times hotter. Y'all don't know the Bible. Oh, let me calm down. The Hebrew boys, yeah, in that furnace. They believe God. They believe in the power of God. But they say, hey, if he don't get us out of this, he's still able. <laughs> Where are those church? Where are those believers at? I need some Shadrachs, some Meshachs, and some Abednegoes. If he don't do it, they know he's able. They turned it up seven times hotter. The people who threw them in died, but they were sustained. You know God's power is real, not when the fire is shut off, but when you're chilling in fire that other people are dying in. Y'all quiet. I know God is real because I've been thrown in the fire, but I wasn't affected like everybody else around me. We wait for the disappearance of the fire to say, yes, I got victory. We wait till troubles are completely annihilated to say, yes, he's powerful. No, when the trouble is there and you're greater than it, he's powerful. All right. Sometimes he allows stuff to come to you to show you what you're above. He will never allow something to come to you that you don't have power to be above. So why is everything taking us out? Oh, let's talk about this today. Are y'all ready for this? Okay. The first thing God has gave you, the first thing God gave you to have authority over is what? Let's look at the garden. Look at the garden. Gave Adam authority. I love it. He gave Adam authority. Put him in the garden. You take care of all this. This is all yours. Adam wasn't subject to anything or anybody but God. Period. Only thing he had to do was dress and keep the garden. So now, God gives you power. Once you get saved, the first thing that you have authority over is yourself. Let's get into it. Y'all ready? Yes. You. Yourself. I have authority. Everybody say, I have authority. Even over me. Here we go. Here we go. So the scripture says this. Check it out. Do not let sin control the way you live. King James says, let not therefore sin reign in your mortal body. Don't let sin reign in your body. The Bible didn't say don't let sin be. Yeah, let's get into it. I'm not telling you to allow sin to be there, but I'm saying as long as you're in this flesh package, let's say that again, flesh package. Yeah, some stuff just comes with the flesh package. You want me to tell you what comes with the flesh package? I'm glad you asked me. Y'all so tentative today. So tentative. In the flesh package is the lust of the flesh. 
the lust of the eye and the pride of life. That comes without you thinking about it. That comes without you conjuring it. That comes without you looking up something on the internet. That comes without a conversation. The flesh package has sin in it. Okay, so God removes the penalty of sin at the cross. Okay, but sin is still a temptation to us even after receiving God. Are y'all with me? So God says, listen, you have power above all of this. So don't let sin reign. It might still be there. You might have struggles. You might have thoughts. You might have temptations, but don't let it reign. You'll be over it. Why is it quiet to my left? Let me try my right again. You'll be over it. So do not let sin control the way you live. This is so good. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole, everybody say whole body. Ooh, I feel y'all tightening up, but not not the sermon way. Use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right. For the glory of God, sin is no longer your master. It didn't say sin is no longer in your thoughts. It didn't say sin is no longer in your emotions. It didn't say sin is no longer a temptation, but it's no longer. I don't care how strong the craving is. You don't have to serve it. Okay. I don't care how strong. Oh, that smell. That's his color. That's her. I don't care how strong the craving is. And it's not even just sexual. Anything. You do not have to serve it because I got power. Above, good God Almighty, above it. Stay on top of things. Get on top of it. Don't serve sin. Get on top of that. Uh-huh. Care how strong you are. I don't care how familiar it is, because you've been doing it five years. So now that thing done built up a maturity in your spirit. That thing got audacity now, like an older child, but ain't move out the house yet. Are you still my child? Where the parents at? Can I have three of y'all? Yeah, you don't got too big for your britches. We've been doing certain sins so long, it thinks it's running your house. Woo, y'all not with me this morning. You need to look at sin and say, I don't care how big and bad you are. You don't run my life. You don't run my mind. You don't run my emotions. Now, you got to be here because you're in the flesh package, but you ain't running nothing. Now, go sit in that corner and act like you're not even here. Y'all not, okay. Uh, tell sin what to do. Tell sin what to do. Get thee behind me. Woo! Don't act like you ain't got to address certain things. Certain things you do got to address. Get behind me, sex. Get behind me, lust. Get behind me, jealousy. Get behind me, bitterness. Get behind me, stress. I got places to go and things to do. Sin is no longer your master. Sin is no longer your master. Tell your friend. Sin is no longer your master. Say it again. Sin is no longer your master. One more time. Sin is no longer your master. Now say no longer my master. It's no longer my master. One more time. Sin is no three times for the Holy Ghost. Sin is no longer. Have y'all ever been at a job that switched supervisors? <laughs> so now, the old supervisor still walking around with the supervisor swag like. Hey, pick that up. Hey, man, you ain't my master no more, bro. 
Don't be telling me to pick that up. You pick it up. You pick it up. Sin can't tell you what to do like it used to. You ain't my boss no more. There's a new sheriff in town. I wish Liv was with me this morning. Tell your neighbor there's a new sheriff in town. And his name is J to the E to the S-U-N. God Almighty. Somebody say Jesus. <laughs> You're no longer. No longer. So sin has the advantage of familiarity. Because it used to be. One person to get hard to get rid of is an ex. I got married at 19, 20, so I, don't, I ain't had that many exes. So I know he's speaking because I don't know nothing about ex life. I got her at 16. We started dating. We got married at 18. So I don't know too much about this, so I know it's the Lord. Unless I hear your stories. Anyway, one of the hardest things to get rid of is an ex. Because they feel entitled. All these years I've been with you. No, I never got, I never got a break up. I'm saying, but like that? Like, I'm just talking about, I'm just saying hi. You can't say hi back? No. Y'all. No. I mean, you can't even just say it back. I'm so crazy, I say no within myself. I don't even text back no. Oh, so you can't respond? <laughs> you gotta get to the point where you're not even responding anymore because it's not above only. I feel God in here. You don't even get the privilege of my above response. Because <laughs> all you can do from that vantage point is bring me So because sin used to be our master from birth. You know how no matter how old you are, if your mom say, come here, you're like, oh. Yes. I'm 42. My 42-year-old self don't respond to my mom like that. My two-year-old self does. <laughs> that familiar voice, that weight, my mom got a weight to her voice. Ty, yes. What you, what you need? Yes. My mom and my dad, they got this bass in their voice. Maybe it's not bass. Maybe it's just authority. To this day, I'll be preaching to y'all. My mom called me. Yes, mom. What you, yes? Did she say something? Because she used to be my master. I don't care how much bass sin has in its voice. I don't care how familiar that voice is. You need to learn and say, I'm in a different place now. You're the same issue, but I'm a different person. Good, because if any man be in Christ, I feel it now. He's a what? Old voices, old masters, old things are. But all things are. Tell your neighbor, above only. Sin is no longer your master. Understand the struggle. I'm trying to live around you. Yeah, you, you just started dating Jesus. You just divorced sin. And y'all been married since you was born. So you can't expect, you know what I mean? The, 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 the yeah, the depth of relationship with God that you had with sin because you ain't even put in the time. And not only was we born in sin, we increased sin. We encouraged it. We engaged in it. Every day, when can I do this again? That's why that relationship is so strong. You done made that sin He-Man or the Hawk in your life. So now every time he show up, he smash. You're like, no. But we built the Hawk. Not just that it exists in the flesh package. We engaged daily. Now we're in Christ and we engage. But you expect the same influence as sin had over you. God's supposed to have that. You ain't cultivate that relationship. You was into sin. Are you into God or are you just saved? Tell your neighbor, I'm not just saved. I'm into God. 
So I seek him. That's why I'm talking. Where you at? Where you at in this moment? Like I was talking, where you at in this moment? I go, what? I'm not just saved. I'm into him. The times are coming when those who are just saved and those who are into them will be seen. The time is coming, y'all. People who really got them, you'll recognize. People who just kind of, eh, eh, you're going to see. There's a great divide coming. Which side would you end up on? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sin is no longer your master. <clears throat> for you, for you, uh, uh, sin, sin is no longer your master. For you no longer live under the requirements of the law, but you're under grace. Sin is not your master because you're not under the law, you're under grace. So now what should we say? Now that we're under grace and sin is not, you know, my master, what shall we say then? Shall we just keep sinning? Because we're not under the law, but we're under grace? God forbid. So since God ain't really worried about the sin, it's all covered on the cross and your blood, it's under the blood and sin it ain't no issue. God ain't care about sin. It just messes you up, really. It messes your purpose up. God ain't worried about sin. Oh, so we, so, so you saying we could, nah, yeah, nah. No, God forbid that we take advantage of his kindness and grace like that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He told me, he said, Ty, tell him, grace does not excuse or pardon. Mercy does. Here we go. Here we go. Grace doesn't excuse you or pardon you. Mercy does. So mercy says, you owe me this, you owe me this, you owe me this. I wipe it clean. It's gone. It's over. You don't owe me anything. I pardon your, I pardon it. Somebody say, thank God for mercy. And they're new every morning. Ain't that a great thing to have every morning? A pardon. Woo! He, so, so, so mercy excuses or pardon sins. Grace does not. Grace, let me, let me say exactly how he gave it me. Grace is to extend all the benefits and amenities as an act of favor and kindness with the expectation of the due balance. Here we go. Grace is to extend all amenities and benefits as an act of favor and kindness with the expectation of the due balance. When you're in a home or in an apartment, you owe rent on the first. Are y'all with me, please? Okay. You owe mortgage on the first. They usually give you a... Grace period does not excuse your rent. The grace period does not pardon what you owe. But that grace period is the landlord saying, I'll extend the benefits. <laughs> Even though you owe me, I'm not going to cut off your favor. I'm not going to cut off your blessings. I'm going to extend the amenities. You still have access. Y'all quiet in here. If you owe rent, it's not like you can't go to the gym at the complex. You still have access to all the amenities, even though you're in the negatives. So God says, my grace is extending my benefits and my amenities to you as if you're living right. I look at you as if you paid it already. I don't take anything. Y'all quiet in here. Grace says I will allow you the time to get it right. Grace is time to get it together. The grace period is extending your time so you can get it right. Not excusing it and you don't have to. Tell your neighbor, though we have grace, we still got to get it right. Grace is not the removal of our responsibility. It's time to get yourself together. He gives you a grace period so you can tighten up. There you go. Thank you for that. Look at your neighbor and say, tighten up. That's what the grace period is for. So don't say, we got grace from God. I can do anything. Why, 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 why? Why would you do that? 
Oh, no, you still owe him. And, 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 and what you owe God now for extending his grace is now it's honor. It's worship. It's reverence. You don't owe God a payment for your sins because he, 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 he. So, so it's like this. What did God tell me? Christ took over the property. He paid it in full so we can live as if we paid. So the house you're trying to get, but you can never attain in your own account. Christ steps in and say, I got it. He buys your mansion for you. Pays it off in full. Now you get to live a life you could never live without him. Because you didn't have the name credibility that he got. Good God Almighty. You ain't got the blood value that he got. Our sacrifices didn't work anymore. So because he had the name credibility, he stepped in. Pay for your crib, allowed you to live in it as if you pay, you got you living it up. <laughs> we living it up as if we afforded this life. Different clothes every day y'all wear, really? That's a blessing. And you mad because your closet ain't overflowing or whatever, you ain't got enough. What you living as if you paid. So God is like, you don't owe me anything for the house. I paid for it. But at least honor me in the house. <laughs> at least don't break the vase. At least don't play. This ain't mine anyway. This ain't. No, 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 no. Honor me in your body. Don't treat your body like that. I paid for So now you owe him honor and some type of respect and reverence. The common sense reasonable response is to give him all we can. Present your bodies. He told me. Let's go. Next one. I'm almost done. Maybe. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. When do you want me to say this, Lord? The next one or now? Okay, I'll do it the next one. But I want you to understand it's your choice. Nothing has a hold on you. We understand strongholds, right? We choose to be, the Bible says, don't be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. So you play with the spider web until it's like, oh. And now you are entangled. You don't, you don't start addicted. You work on addiction. Oh, yeah, let's talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. You work on, you work on addiction. You, 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 don't start, you don't start addicted. You just respond to craving, respond to craving, respond. And now you're entangled or addicted. But you choose it. Now I'm an alcoholic. I can't, I can't. You chose it. Just like you chose it, you can choose not to. Above only. I know that's real, whatever. I'm not saying in your own strength. Anything I'm telling you, you can do is all through Christ. I'm assuming I'm talking to spiritual people. So that's why I just say it like that. I'm not saying go to a 12-step program and discipline you. You can't beat your flesh. It'll never surrender to God. Your flesh will never be subject to the God. Neither can it be. That's what the Bible says. Romans 8. So don't try to discipline yourself in mind. And, and you ain't got that much will. No, you need his spirit. Somebody say, fill me with your spirit. Let me get y'all out of here. What time is it? Yeah. Hold on. I like this though, man. Because you need to know this so you will start feeling sorry for yourself. You chose it. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. My wife told me, I don't think God feels sorry for anybody because he gives everybody chances and grace. He knows how good he is, so he can't feel sorry for nobody. That's what Pastor Tay said. I said, that's a good point. So we ain't walking around pitying people. Oh, uh, you have the same opportunity. Not even had. Have. Nobody came to the prodigal son. He just got out. Sometimes you got to just snap out of it. I know y'all like this. But you got in it. Now you seeking God. And if he don't come in a parachute and get you out, he ain't real. 
When you dug the hole and you kept digging it, you kept digging it, you kept, and you kept working on it, you kept working on it, till you all the way down here, but you don't want to work your way out. Do you want to get out or not? Do you want to get better or not? Do you want to be healed or not? Do you want to be free or not? Do you want to be saved or not? Somebody scream, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. I want. Nobody about to bring you, force you to have good. Anybody about to, no, 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 no. You chose it, you choose this. We don't feel sorry for people. God is too good. That means God is not fair when you feel sorry for people. This man was lame from birth. They said, who sinned, his mother or his father? Neither one. But that the glory of God may be revealed. Wow, so that man was sick since he was born just for the glory of God. And he never knew it until Jesus walked by and said it years later. So don't feel sorry for anybody. It could appear like, man, he's been sick since he was born. He's been sick. But God had a purpose for that sickness. You understand what I'm saying? Don't feel sorry for nobody. If you can help them, help them. If you can't, don't pity him. God is too good. I said God is too just. He's too fair. Here we go. You choose it. You say, I'm allowed to do anything. But not everything is good for you. Paul says in King James, all things are lawful. But all things are not expedient. Because I have grace, I can do anything. Ooh. Yeah. Let me, let me give you a truth that, that most people are fair, fear freeing their people. You can do anything. If there's a sin that God can't cover, the cross was in vain. No, no pastor's going to tell you to, you can do anything. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just freeing you from. <laughs> I had a scenario. Scenario. If your wife tells you you can sleep with anybody you want, just, you know, forever love me and do whatever, that freedom will make me like... I don't want nobody but you then. Because you took the wonder out of my, I wonder if I could get her. I can get her. So now that I know that, it's over. For me, unless you're trying to fulfill something. But that type of grace and freedom makes me more devoted to the one that freed me. Okay, I'm going to say it again. That type of freedom makes me more committed to the one that freed me. Because most of it is, man, I ain't allowed to go outside. I wonder how I feel. I ain't allowed to go outside. Is it cold? I ain't allowed to go outside. Most of you work up your sins by the wonderment of it. I wonder what, I wonder what, I want. Okay, you can go outside if you want. It's cold. It ain't going to be good. You're going to be out. You're going to be crying. You're going to be coming back in here. You're going to wish you never went out. But you can go. So now the wonderment is gone. It's like, okay, what we eating then? I'm going back in the house. I, Take the curiosity out the cat. You can. You can do anything, but guess what, Liv? Everything ain't good for you. <laughs> Woo. This, this is what I like to dance off of. You can do anything you want, but everything ain't good. So though you have grace that'll cover and mercy that'll pardon, you can still be depressed, sick, Hangover, whatever. I'm just saying from something as small as a hangover to the most detrimental thing. Everything is not good for you. So why take the liberty to do whatever you feel like doing? Here it is. Even though I'm allowed to do anything. I love this. And I'll, I'm done after this, I think. I must not become a slave to anything. Oh, oh, it's not about can I do it or not. Let's say I don't, I'm just saying sex, right? Let's say, you, or you can drink. I don't know, because for some, yeah, right? 
Let's say you can do it. Fine. Everything is not good. So you keep having sex. You keep having sex because I can. 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 Now you're a slave to lust. Now you went from I can to I can't stop. Smoking. Whatever. I mean, whatever was a sin to you, that's what I'm talking about. Whatever is a sin to you, just because you can do it, I wouldn't continue to indulge because eventually you become enslaved. Do not be controlled by anything, even yourself. This is part of the authority and dominion package. When he gave you authority in the garden is to not be controlled by anything. Not just to rule over things, but I need to learn to rule over me. Mm, This is so good. My wife told me, she said, the Lord was dealing with her about emotional connections to things. Like we shouldn't be emotionally connected to anything. I mean, I would hate to repair a car, but if your car got in a fender bender, it's like, all right. And I just got it painted in my And Why are you so emotionally connected to a thing? She said, nothing in this earth should have our heart. I'm not talking about loved ones, family. Let's get that humans out of the, put humans over here. Houses, clothes, rings, jewelry. Why are we so emotionally attached? Where's my phone? Okay, I knew I'd wake y'all up. I just wanted to see where y'all at. Has anybody seen my charger? (laughs) Outside in the trunk like. (laughs) Why are we so emotionally connected when we lose a charger, but not when we lose this connection? Uh Uh-oh. You don't even feel it when you lose this. You don't even notice when you stray away from this. But if your phone is not in arm's reach, your heart is jacked up. I can't even sleep. That phone fell off off the bed on the floor, you have a heart attack. Because you're emotionally tied. That's a soul tie. Without having sex with your phone, you're emotionally tied to it. All right, never, all right. Do not be slave to anything. Do not be controlled, I'm closing, by anything, Liv. Not your habits, your feelings, your cravings, your desire from food. Don't be controlled. Oh, man. Sleep. Don't be controlled by sleep. Attitude. I just couldn't help it. I just, ah, don't be controlled by a suggested attitude. Yeah, thank y'all. I don't want to be controlled by irritation. So I'm going to change how I respond to you. Man, I I wish I... I, This is why sex is a huge issue because it emotionally and spiritually binds us to another. Physically, emotionally, mentally, and your whole being is tied and enslaved to whoever you have sex with. Any other sin, the Bible says, is outside the body. You can cut somebody out with hate. If hate is the sin, you stab them. That's out. Yeah, your whole thing ain't engaged in that, but your sex, your whole body, your spirit, your emotions, your everything is open and sharing energy and spirit. It's a transfer of energy, spirit, and soul. So you don't just get that person's body, what's in them. If they're a liar, you get a little lie. If they're a manipulator, you get a little trickery in you. Oh, it's quiet. Because if it ain't holy matrimony, if it's not under the confines of marriage, if it's not under marriage, you open yourself up to everything dark. You don't get the good favor out of her life. 
You don't get the generational blessings. No, you open the door to generational curses. Meat, here we go. I'm going to close. It's my second closing. I got one more after this. Meat is for the belly, and the belly is for meat. But God's going to bring them both to naught. But anyway, the body is not for fornication. I couldn't believe the Bible said it. I'm like, you got to say that? Yeah. You find you working on your beach body not for fornication. Okay. Everything is not fun to preach. Understand that. All right. But I have to say it. I'm subject to this too. Your body is not for fornication. You fine. You nice. You tight. You working on it. You don't have a body so you can have sex. Oh, tighten up, y'all. It's the end of the year. We got to tighten up this area. Yeah. 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 The body is not for fornication. I'm going to just keep saying it so by the time you unzip your pants, and you'll be like, oh, man, Pastor, get out my ear. The body is not for fornication. I'm going to say it a weird way so you can hear it. The body is not for fornication. The body is not for fornication. The body is not for fornication. Yeah, you laughing now. You're going to be hurt later. I'm glad. The body is not for fornication. The body is not for fornication. The body is not for fornication. You're going to remember this. Your body is not for fornication. Your body is not for fornication. Yo. Oh, you're going to remember it one way. The body is not for fornication. You're going to remember it one way. Look at your neighbor and say, Your body is not for fornication. I know what I'm doing in the spirit. Hallelujah! The body is not for fornication, but for the Lord. You don't have a body for the use of sex. You have a body for, for the use of the Lord. God says, if I want to do something in the earth, I need a physical body. So stop tying yourself up to people that ain't connected to your purpose. I need to use that body to give me glory. Ah! It's not for fornication. It's for the Lord. And God will both raise the Lord and will raise us up together through his power. Okay, so if I use my body for the Lord, he'll raise me up. What if my come up was based on what I use my body for? Body not for fornication, it's for the Lord. And if you do it that way, he'll raise you up. Oh, so what if the come up was based on how I use my body? Oh, that's a question, ain't it? Let me get off that subject because I know we don't like that. We all pressing toward this mark. So when those feelings come, I'm by myself, living for God. It's like two in the morning. I put on my worship. The worship ain't working. What happens? What happens when the worship don't work? Because you can't throw sexual desires completely out the way because you're going to need it. Singles, you're going to need it. There's nothing worse than coming to a marriage and not having any sexual anything. Well, not nothing worse, but you know what I mean? For the man, it's probably nothing worse. Hey, babe. Honeymoon, you ever heard of honeymoon? What are we supposed to do? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> (laughs) 
Let me slip into something more comfortable. She come out with a choir robe. Oh, hell, King Jesus. Boom, 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 boom. Emmanuel, get take that robe off. <laughs> if you're not married, don't kill it. Don't kill that desire. You gotta manage it. How, how do I? How, how, what do I do? Well, the Bible says, flee. This is gonna get good before it gets worse. <laughs> Flee fornication. Every sin that a man do is out the body, but you commit a fornication, you sin against your own body. We bring it on ourselves when it comes to sin. I don't believe in sex demons. I believe the demons use our sex desires because it's natural. You can get anybody with sex. It's natural. You can't get everybody with drink and everybody don't want to drink. You can't get anybody with drugs. Everybody want to do drugs. You can't. Everybody naturally is wired to have sex with somebody. So it's easy to start off your demonic journey with sex. But they don't think there's a sex demon. How, what's a sex demon? Some stuff is in the lust pack. It's in my flesh. So now every time I think about sex, I got a demon. Just find it for me. If, you, if it's in the Bible, find the sex demon. I'm not, I'm saying I don't know of one. Find it for me. Because they've been preaching. I had a sex demon for years before I got, I'm like, man. So the more, because I, I think about it, a natural thing that I'm going to need a whole lot of later. If you're going to tell me to be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> Come on, live. Clap three times for me just right there. I'll let you go. Thank you. If I want to be fruitful and multi not add, multiply, I'm going to need a lot of sex knowledge. So how is it a demon if it naturally comes to my, now how I manage it and what I, now. <laughs> this sin is different because it affects your body. But look at this, I'm closing. This is my, this is my third one after this, this is my third because it's still in my second. We went a little longer because of the prayer, whatever. But anyway, y'all enjoying yourselves? Cool. Clap one time. One. Boom. Check it out. When it comes to the, resist the devil and he'll flee. That means to come against. Like you building resistance and you lifting weights, you push it off you. Come against the devil and he's going to run because he a punk. David ran to Goliath, chopped his head off. You don't run from nothing. But he doesn't say fight fornication. The Bible doesn't say fight fornication. Because this thing is a natural thing that comes from inside of you. I don't want you wrestling that. So she undressed you like, no, no, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't, don't take that off. Stop playing, girl. I'm saved. No, I'm, I'm saved, saved. I'm saved, saved. You can't turn on pornography and then speak in tongues. I double, don't let me do it, God. No. You can't stand there and expose yourself to it and try to fight it. You don't fight fornication. Look at your neighbor and say, run, forest. I said, run, forest. Look at your neighbor and say, get to stepping. I'm not playing with y'all. You don't fight sin. You don't try to fight fornication. Get to, get to stepping. I need y'all running like Forrest Gump this year. This time to tighten up. Tell your neighbor, get to stepping. All right, you can <laughs> Next scripture, y'all laughing. Let me close this. Oh, yeah, you run. Stand up. Come here, love. Everybody stand. Oh, yeah, you don't fight, you don't fight that. Run. Run. 
literally run? In your mind run? I see the little boy up there running. What's his name? Huh? Brian? Brian, I love you, man. May you have grace and favor the rest of your days in Jesus' name. May you be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. May you, may you prove that holiness is still authentic and powerful. He was back there like, <laughs> I loved it. Run, y'all. Tighten up in that area. Close that belt buckle. Close that zipper. Close it. Uh-uh, like this. You see how I'm... Let your legs be like a Twizzler. Let your legs are like a pretzel. If your come up is based on who you give your body to, how you gonna live the rest of this year? Amen. How you gonna live the rest of this year? Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. If you borrow somebody's car, you ain't going to go to Atlanta unless they know you're going to Atlanta. Because it's not yours. Even if you desire to do it, because it's not yours, you consider the owner. And what they want for their car. You are now in the vehicle of his body that he's given you. You don't own yourself. You've been bought with a high price. God says you're expensive. Look how much he values you. He didn't let no goat die in your stead. No, myself. Look how expensive you are. Look how valuable you are. I don't care how much your clothes cost on you. You are expensive. You cost blood. You cost God blood. You're the only one that can make God bleed. Ah, Shabbatoh. High price, honor that. If I bought you a Bentley, you wouldn't just skirt that. No, this thing costs a lot. It's a different honor for expensive things. Different value for expensive things. Tell your neighbor, watch how you handle me. I'm expensive, child. You're expensive. And watch how you handle yourself. Because you are expensive. All right, the next one, I'm done after this. Everyone that runs a race, they run, but only one wins the prize. So run to win. It's the come ups the last three months. Be in it to win it. Do it. I'm not going to just run. I'm not going to just try to live. I'm going to achieve godliness and holiness. I'm going to achieve a prayer life. I'm not just going to run haphazardly. Run as if you're trying to win. Do it as if you're trying to win. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Every athlete beats their bodies into shape. That's what Paul is about to say. He said, I bring myself, I bring my body under subjection. Like a trainer, I beat my, I, I, I. you know what I mean? I feel sorry for Ladarius when he was training for uh, that fitness thing. Ball, he was coming up in them meetings looking all frail and skinny. Just eating his little rice, like six rices, like just six rices. Well, that's all you're going to have is six rices? Like <laughs> He said, no, no, I got a graham cracker over here. So a graham cracker and six rices. I know it's not rices. I'm just trying to get you to smile. But he won. The first time, he came in first place. The first, like, <laughs> he beat his body into subjection so he can achieve the goal. If this mindset don't match the goal, I got to beat it into subjection. I got to train my body. I got to train my habits. If it don't match the goal, I got to be, y'all, tighten up yourself. Tighten up. Tighten up. My, my prayer today is that we aggressively and deliberately do what we know to do. There's a lot we don't know. Your purpose, I don't know my purpose, I don't know. But whatever you know to do, like I said earlier, from eating right, to changing your habits, to pray more, whatever. This is the season to tighten up, y'all. I don't know if you remember earlier in the year, I preached lighten up. Remember that? Don't let your problems get you down. That was lighten up. That was that season. God is telling us now, tighten up. Right. So I'm just letting y'all know how we're moving this year. The word is alive. God is alive. I said that then. I'm telling this now. 
tighten up. The enemy is tightening up. The enemy, they all ready for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. They, they, they love this time of year. Hell loves this time of year. It's the year of rituals. It's the year of traditions. It's the time of year where everybody does the same thing. Hell has been planning for years for these three months. So tighten up so we can be more aware of the enemy's tactics. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.